Badass. Welcome to the Radiant Badass. If you like your suburban mom with a side of punk and your spirituality laced with pop culture references, friend, you are home. I'm your host, Elizabeth Holmes. I'm so glad you're here. Let's have some fun. Hey, friends, welcome. I hope the recent turning of the seasons treated you right and you're feeling good as we all head into summer or as you head out on your summer adventures or as you stay in and do your own thing. Like, I don't know. I don't judge. You do you. Things are busy in my house. More people, kids are home from school, lots of activity, lots of comings and goings, very different from recent months. It's been presenting kind of an interesting challenge for me since I want to hang out with the kids when they're around. And also, I have other things I need to be doing, uh, like recording this podcast as one example. I'm trying not to be a groupie for my own kids and like just hang around wherever they are, just like shooting the shit. But also, I kind of want to do that. So I'm experiencing a little tension there. It's also just distracting for me to have other people in the house as I am what you would call easily distractible. That's a thing I'm working on. A trick I found for me to have better success is to get up a little earlier than I was earlier, like before the hubbub starts. And that gives me some time for deeper focus work. And that little schedule adjustment helps so much. It's almost embarrassing. I wasn't doing it sooner. Aside from the adjustments, I'm also reading a couple books uh, back on my personal development bullshit, full disclosure. And from that, from my readings in those books, I ended up chatting with my therapist about values, like personal values. Because you know me, I'm all light chats in the therapist chair when I'm not trying to make her laugh, right? I'm not the only one who tries to make the therapist laugh, am I? If I am, sue me. Anyway, we started talking about how lots of people, myself included, will espouse these totally virtuous kinds of values as how they're living their lives. And you kind of wonder, how does that play out in their real life? Mm-hmm. Are they their actual values? Or are they just what sounds like would be your values if you're a good person? And if those wonderful things are truly your values, are you living them? Then we talked about the shifting of values throughout your life and how that's natural and normal as your life evolves. And we kind of came to my question, which was, how do you know what your values really are versus what you think they should be based on your history or societal expectations, right? You get that. This is what I actually feel my values are versus these are the values that I think I hold because everyone around me holds or I'm expected to hold. And kind of finding that difference, right? That's kind of tricky, right? Figuring that out. And my therapist said she had heard that a good value check-in exercise is to keep track of what you spend your time on over the course of about a week or so and to reflect on that and what you spend your time on that reflects your lived values. Okay. And I thought, okay, you, like, I see you. That's clever. 
time is truly our most precious resource. So what we decide to spend it on, that should be what's important. Sure, like that absolutely tracks. I went ahead and decided I would kind of track mine. I didn't create a spreadsheet or anything cool or extra like that. I started by just spitballing what I would say were several of my priority values that I think are my priority values. And I wrote them on a sticky note, which I stuck on my monitor so I would see it. And it would trigger me to just do a quick little internal weather assessment when I saw it. Like, what am I doing? Am I working on my writing? Am I reading Twitter? Just to throw a couple examples out there. I just looked at it generally. Uh, what I would say I was spending my time on, I didn't drill down too deeply. But man, was it enlightening. Enlightening is putting it mildly. I'm going to share with you what I observed. Some of it good and some of it felt like maybe I might need to work on aligning with my values a bit. I'm going to start with the positive. Family is a strong value for me and that bears out under scrutiny. A thousand percent. I also say that health is a strongly held value of mine and checking that against how I spent my time. Despite my broken foot situation, I would say, yeah, that one holds up well. And curiosity, uh, that's one of my values. And yeah, I can see that I spend time on things that support that. So, you know, check. As I waded into some of the other values, it got a bit less clear because when I spitballed my top values, what I say my top values are, I had words like connection, uh, discipline, creativity, courage, action, humor. Oh, wait, I do spend time on humor. I can put that one in the W column. I'm also going to take the W on creativity too. I mean, I'm here, right? Like this podcast is creativity in action, so I'll take it. I believe I truly do hold all of those values I mentioned in high esteem, but am I living that out in my day-to-day was the question. And uh, guys, that answer is going to be a soft no, friends. Doing this goofy exercise hit me deeply. And now I'm thinking all the heavy thoughts about how I'm spending my time. Spending my life, right? Because, you know, your time is your life. That's a straight connection. So I step back to look at how I'm spending my time. Like if a stranger were evaluating me. And like I said, Family, yes. Health, yes. Curiosity, yes. Humor, yes. Creativity, I mean, yes. Like, I'm here, but I'm giving that one kind of a squishy yes, honestly, because I believe that we can all be creative in all aspects of our lives. And am I doing that? You know, I'm working on it. It's in process, but I'm going to go ahead and take the win. It's over 50% of the time. When I looked at what I'm really devoting energy to, Oh, you wouldn't be wrong if you concluded that my values were things like overthinking, worry, uh, comfort. That stranger would assess my time and likely say something like, hmm, she seems to value comfort like a lot, like much higher than courage. And of course I like comfort, but my time audit revealed that I might be a little too into it. I talked about this the other week when I acknowledged that my bullshit stories were getting in the way of my courage, you know, but just having it shown in your face, like 
ouch. And for real, I'm fully calling myself out. But that's what best friends do, isn't it? And you've got to be your own best friend. My mouth says that I value discipline and action. And mm, let's take a look. What do my actions say about my discipline value? It is not the best story those actions are telling, friends. I have gotten so indecisive the last several years. I will pro and con the shit out of any decision. And that could stand to be turned down quite a bit. I don't need to be running those scenarios to quite the degree that I am. Contemplation is good, but I've been elevating it to an art form. I do partially blame the pandemic because every decision felt fraught with danger. And I can ease up on that now. Like, dude, we're good. Everything isn't life or death. That stranger that's looking at how I spend my time would also say that minding other people's business is one of my top values. And what do I mean by that? I spend a lot of time, more than I'm comfortable admitting, passively consuming content about other people's business. I'm not talking about my real life friends here, folks. My level of involvement with them feels pretty good. Although, admittedly, I see I can work on connecting more outside of my tight little circle, but we're good. What I am talking about is that I know way too much about all these random people that you will find in that fire hose of information we call the internet. I don't need to know that stuff. Like, Lord knows I love a robust parasocial relationship. You know I do. But I've fallen into the habit of absorbing information about people that don't matter to me in the slightest. Do you do that? Recent example here was when there was all this hype everywhere about the Vanderpump Rules reunion show and how these cast members were all cheating on each other with each other and being awful. And I don't watch reality TV generally, so I wasn't up to speed on the details. But a few of my friends watch it and they were talking about it. I wanted to talk about it with them, so I invested my time to get the basic outline of the situation so we could discuss it. Why? Like, why did I do that? Like, I don't fucking know. Uh, Habit, I guess. Comfort. Ain't nothing going to make you uncomfortable when you're getting the deets about garbage people on the internet. Like, there's no risk there. There's no effort there. Who these people are sleeping with is not my business. Now, I can't get that time back I invested in that and gaining that knowledge, but I can change the habit. Scrolling for comfort doesn't bring anything good into my life. So why am I wasting my time on it? Right? And I can change that one word. Why am I wasting my life on it? Part of it is my curiosity, I admit, But it's my curiosity turned up to 11, and it's about shit I do not actually care about. I ran across this quote as I was experiencing the awkward revelation about how I was spending my time. Ready for this quote? It's short. Here's the quote. It's your life. What do you want to pay attention to? Like, okay, wow, yeah, when you put it that way. It is not the reunion episode of a reality TV show that I don't watch. Good Lord. It's not even the sex lives of these garbage people. 
And honestly, it's also not the fate of the folks in the submersible who felt it was important to visit a literal underwater mass gravesite. Again, good Lord. Now, you know, I don't like to end these shows on a negative vibe. So yeah, now I know what I'm spending my time on. Now I can see how I'm spending that precious time. And now I know it's entirely within my power to alter what I'm paying attention to. And that is all excellent news. So yes, I am stepping all the way back from the internet fire hose and dusting off my discernment about how I spend my time. What's valuable to me and what maybe not so valuable. I need to sort that out. I do wonder a little bit how much of this is kind of hangover coping mechanisms from the pandemic. And I'm not beating myself up over any of it. And I suggest if you indulge in a time audit, you don't beat yourself up over anything you find either. I can say that now I'm moving forward with better clarity and intention and also gratitude. Never hurts to remind myself about what are the facts of my life instead of basking in the glorious fables that we tell ourselves about our existence. Okay, on that note, And I mean, when I say on that note, like glorious fables of our existence, that's going to be the name of my memoir for real. I will ask you to look at what you're spending time on and make sure it aligns with your values because it just feels better when we're in alignment, doesn't it? That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure and hit up my website and sign up for my newsletter. I just did a summer reading slash listening issue that I think you would have loved. Don't miss the next one. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth, and this has been The Radiant Badass.